Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. morning. Running commentary. December morning. Yeah, quite mild though, isn't it? It's, it's ridiculously mild. Yeah. It's kind of there, there's not that much light, but it's not windy. It's not rainy. The temperatures up. It's good, and we're just going to do a swift five-ish. We've both got stuff to do. Morning magpies. Yeah, one of those yeah. runs where you just you just. You just sometimes you just got a knicker run, haven't you? It's you like got to squeeze one in. It from That's the day. right, because you got all these Christmas things happening, all the shenanigans. You got to fit it in the gap. So I've got so much um, respect for for you guys listening to this who have proper solid nine to five, which is probably actually eight till six jobs. Because fitting a running exactly. round and about, fitting yeah. it into a heavy schedule of twenty minutes here and there is hard enough sometimes, isn't it? Well, that was the way in uh, Devon yesterday, and that's. Uh, Get Devon, the, get the quick one in. So You're in Devon. I'm in Devon. It's lovely out there. But we just had a day there. I only had like half an hour, so I just legged it down to the beach and did some sprints on the beach. Brilliant. You can soon get tired sprinting, particularly on, on sand. a beach. Yeah, <laughs> um, hard sand, uh, soft sand. It was, it was pretty beach. soft. It was, it was. I thought it was going to be harder than it was. That's so. the long, excellent beaches of North Devon, isn't it? Yeah, beautiful. Cried around there. Yeah, yeah. Lovely spot. Putzbrus, that was nice. Today we're going north up our Parkland Walk, and uh, we're going to go around the woods and then and then back. Just then, the classic, the classic Parkland Very Loop, nice. classic loop. And I'm, I had a bit of a late night last night. I did a gig in a safari park. Brilliant. Which one? It was West Midland Safari Park. Ah. And it was a Christmas party. Yeah. Oh, uh, were these dogs there? Yeah, and those dogs were in there. <laughs> there would have been oh. probably a better crowd, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's definitely one thing they didn't want last night, which was comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is, it, and I totally get it at Christmas parties. Yeah. You spend all year working with someone. You've got all this stuff you want to say. Yeah. You just want to get drunk and have a shout and or show off or... 
You want and any comedy about them was did okay sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's about them. Yeah, and of course, it, and of course it would be because it's yeah, their that's Christmas right. party. You, you don't, really don't understand it. No, but the <laughs> thing about comedy is, it create the idea of it is it creates a party for everyone. And at Christmas, you're at a party. Yes. So instead yeah. of having a party created for you, you're having a stranger inflicted on you. That's yeah. not nearly such a good rhythm, is it? And also, you spend all year. Well, some people spend all year listening to people. Telling them stuff, and then they don't want to sit down and listen to me. Well, they didn't, but it was fine. I didn't resent them, and it was okay. Don't get me wrong; it didn't get nasty or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like they were dancing before the gig, so that's all yeah. you need to know, isn't it? So yeah, again, you have to stop them dancing. Yeah, stop dancing and having Shut fun. Up and having fun. I'm going to entertain you now. Stop physically letting loose because we've got stuff to say. It starts going in the wrong direction, isn't it? Talking about physically letting loose. Yeah. I didn't have a chance for the run this morning. I hope, I, I hope it doesn't. I hope we don't experience drop down while we're out and about. <laughs> you do get a bit of drop down, don't you? It's the nature of running, isn't it? Yeah. As uh, ten, uh, seven seventeen once saying, "Cause it's time for a shakedown." <laughs> <laughs> well, I had an award ceremony last night. Oh, yeah, nice. It was nice. It was at a... Uh, what awards was it? It was the uh, Music Tech Magazine Awards for Musical Equipment. So right I kept dropping right, in saying, well, I sure could do with a free couple of those. <laughs> I bet you Which they all laughed a lot, but, you know... Nothing. That's a funny comedy, <laughs> yeah. it's true. No, it's all started rolling in. So, yeah, that was... Isn't that right? Isn't that sort of almost your perfect gig, I'd imagine? You know, it was In terms really of, good. like, your knowledge. <laughs> well, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But actually... The music tech I use is brilliantly basic and old-fashioned. Right. That okay. was kind of the fun of it. It's like my yeah. stuff for your Commodore Garden audience. <laughs> it would be like, oh, that's clever. And to these guys, it's like, oh, how retro. Still using that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty basic, bro. And it is, you know. But it was a nice little gig. It was really nice. And a nice little bit of ka-ching before Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Very nice. But it is a funny time of yeah. year, isn't it, for the comedian Christmas? Yes. Our Facebook feeds are about yours, I'm assuming. Just full of people moaning about gigs, but then also disastrous um, stories, and assuming that they're going to have a terrible time. Yes, oh, this is going to be awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's got to be a bit of Christmas spirit going both ways. That people turn up to have a good time. You'd have thought it just might not involve you. We're talking as of a comic. Perfect, you know, gig. I love Christmas because the whole nature of the moment is great for my act. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've got. I did a whole show about it a few years ago, and it was basically half family Christmas. What Christmas means? Right. Nostalgia and nostalgia. Yeah. And uh, also just all the songs, you know. Yes. Yeah, Tearing that stuff apart. So I dress up as Father Christmas and do all this Christmas stuff. And what I've had to learn is, in December, some audiences, they really resent that. They don't like Christmas. <laughs> hey, look, I just up as Father Christmas. Well, we resent that. <laughs> and this is the energy that the gig begins with. Isn't it funny? Else? Some people don't like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. How pointless is that? It is funny. I mean, how can you resist that? Absolutely, because it, is, <laughs> it betokens an inability to experience joy, doesn't it? Because or, or ultimately, a, it's the, you can do what you like with Christmas. Yeah, or a joy in resisting joy. Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah of that's those, right. There, there is joy there, isn't there? But yeah. because, I mean, because you can be against the rampant commercialism of Christmas and still enjoy Christmas. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of ways into it, isn't there? You know? Yeah, or whatever. You know, you can you can fit pretty much any belief system or lack of yeah. around it. Yeah. Now, when it's, it's stripped down to its bare bones, 
It's getting together with the people you love in the darkest time of the year yeah. with some good, heavy, sweet food and some little bright lights. Yeah. None of that is bad. No, it's not. And I didn't even include music. It's and a good it, time of year. And it's, it's approaching uh, cruise anniversary, isn't it? Hey, I just... Uh, <laughs> You just awoke in a cold sweat. No! No! The cruise! The cruise. <laughs> yeah, those people were on that cruise to avoid Christmas. Yeah. They definitely found the joy in not finding the joy. How's your, how's your, how does your running go through Christmas? What's your sort of... Well, is there an approach? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm thinking I'm going to try and run a fair bit. Well, you know, balance. I'm not going to knack myself out with it, but I want to run regularly through well it. it's like we were saying this time last year before my life fell apart yeah um, <laughs> that, um, title for the biography you're kind of in the in the warm up for the training so yes yeah. and that's exactly what you need you want to arrive at training kind of fit yeah but equally we're embracing the fact at this point that like you, see, you know you're not looking at your watch yesterday in my run Included going and buying some chain tickets and yes. going to the bank. It's all just fitting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so Christmas is good for that. I mean, we apparently have slightly different uh, attitudes to <laughs> running away from the family during the Christmas holidays. Yeah. I always find that one quite difficult because, you know, we do a lot of cool stuff together in holidays. But I'm definitely going to inflict some absences on them because I want to get some running in. Yeah, I don't mind the odd run. Yeah. And also you've got... On December the 23rd, you're only four months away then from the London Marathon. Ah! <laughs> it's funny, funny people's relative, uh, you know the differences to approach. There's this guy I'm in contact with on Facebook, Philip, Philip Markham, I'll name check him, He's, he lives in Scarborough, he's in Scarborough Harriers, he was talking about this run he did the other day, he's, he's a very fast runner, and he's... Uh, I think he's running for England veterans. Right. Anyway, he's talking about this run he did the other Sunday. Two miles warm-up, ten miles steady, then ten miles at marathon pace, Yeah. followed by two miles at 10k pace, and then two miles warm down. <laughs> That's a lot of running, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's we're in December. Yeah, yeah. We're more like five miles easy, keep your legs fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, I mean, that... <laughs> That is, he's like you talk about. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build up to 32 mile runs and then, uh, and then come down for speed. I'm like, I was just gonna say, I think that's even, incredible. That's 28 miles he's running now. Even at our fittest, even with no chance. Even within uh, <laughs> what we're trying to do, uh, that's uh, cold water splashing on uh, Paul's yeah. legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a hard man. Well, talking about someone's amazing <laughs> schedule, but I think. <laughs> No, and it's going to sound self-deprecating, but I don't mean it. I think that we, even at our fittest, we're stretching our fitness to just fit around a marathon. Yeah. And I think that's right for us. You know, you're working towards using everything you've got. I think even in terms of the psychology of the whole thing, you want to get to that finish line and use and have used everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and that is... I think that's a very um, laudable aim. I would, it's my aim. But equally, if you want to do even better than that, you can give your whole life up yeah, to totally, running totally, and yeah. turn around on the marathon finish line and go, yeah, that was easy. I did but, it in this amount of time and it was easy. But you've yeah, really got to, you coming back to going out running during the family Christmas holidays and stuff, you've kind of got to dump everything else in your life to yeah. achieve that level of running. Yeah. How old is Neil, mate? 
I think he's late forces. Yeah. I mean, the reality is he'll, prob- he'll probably run it about five minutes faster than me, maybe ten minutes faster than me. Yeah. And it's uh, but it's compl- obviously completely different approach for that ten minutes. Yeah, you know? I was going to say. And when you're looking at it at that level, you know, it's ten minutes faster than you, but at a point where you're both that's really hard work. Nearly everyone in the world. That's really hard work. And, yeah. uh, and then you have to look at how much of your life, how many life hours does yeah. it cost for each one of those minutes you know yeah it's literally weeks out of your life isn't it yeah so yeah i'm not doing that and i and, and i uh i actually beat him at york that must have been. He, he obviously set off too fast right and then he was one of those blokes walking at about 21 22 <laughs> and then he uh so I'm gently chiding him, of course. I was going to say, you tied the telling of that story brilliantly because you made it sound like, oh, oh here's an afterthought. Here's the punchline. I <laughs> know, oh, he's way faster than me, but it was just sort of... Not on that day, he wasn't. So, no, so when I saw that thing of him doing like 28 miles on a Sunday, I said, I'm worried about your under-training. Yeah. You think you'll beat me at London? <laughs> but it's Just a bit of a wink there. Bants. Banter. Bants. Yeah. I, mean, I think that you've got to be... Maybe it's a big man thing, but... I think that um, I'm more at risk of overtraining than you or him. You know, I mean, I was really pleased with my training this year, and I really needed to get up from uh, where I was for London to get to where I was for York. Yeah. But equally, having really put the work into pushing my miles up to what to you or him wouldn't seem much, but for me was a lot, and also more specifically, running every day. The amount of days, yeah, yeah. I really noticed some negatives. You know, like, you know, I've been complaining all year about my right thigh. Right. I think basically I kind of held on to that injury from London to York. And then this last few weeks after York is gone now. Good. Because I haven't been running so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just didn't give it a chance. You've got to know your own body, haven't you? That's right. I'm doing more and more. I do, like I say, for me, the uh, other exercises help. Yes. I don't want to go too far down that road. I got um, barbells for my birthday, which I right, had hinted for. Nice. So, uh, you know, but there was a... Sorry, we thought you have seen you since your birthday. Um, <laughs> it's pretty low-key. It was great. It was, it was on a Monday. You know? Yeah. So there were martinis. Yes, yeah. Thai food. Nice, nice. Um, had that night off we talked about, which was uh, not particularly... Uh, which yes. was not a planned night off. Yeah. And we played games with uh, some friends who are over anyway, you know, so it's excellently brilliant balancing partying and not partying, because for a 44-year-old, I think they're more prone to, what are we going to do to celebrate than most? I mean, the people we were celebrating with, it was my birthday, that was Saturday, right, and it was his birthday that day, right. my birthday on the Monday, and he did not care, Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it yeah. was his actual birthday. Yes. So I was like, like that. so, any presents? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Bumps. it is a day on which to celebrate myself. I'm not going to yeah. miss that. Yeah. I, I agree. I think, I think you should celebrate yeah. yourself. Do you remember when we went up there in the summer and you found that flower on that wall? Yes. Beautiful days. Oh, the flower on the wall. Yeah. But here we go back again into Queen's Woods. That's the thing about, about Christmas, isn't it? And the kind of tactics, the sort of party tactics. Yeah. It's sort of... You want to enjoy it, but there comes a point where... You, I kind of, obviously, you can only speak for yourself. I quite like to resist that thing of sometimes, right, Christmas, you feel like 
you're in the grips of some mania that you can't control. Yeah, yeah. That leaves you feeling slightly sick. It's almost propelled by some kind of societal hurricane. Yes. To eat and scoff and what, what, just whatever it is. Yeah. And yet you can have a calmer kind of yeah yeah yeah. Do you know what I mean? Those moments. It's just know? a British thing, isn't it? We don't, we don't. It's like on or off. It's like I yes. hate it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I despise it. I'm mad for it. Yeah. It's just a bit of moderation. We're not. We're not. I'm wondering whether it's possible. I only say this because I've never achieved it. To have a Christmas dinner that's not four times the usual plate, eating at twice the speed. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Is that? Yeah. Do you do you get caught up in that kind of? I think this sort of like I would do better must and better, eat loads really I quick. I think between the things that we don't <laughs> eat, you know, because you know, we're vegan, yeah, yeah, we're vegan, we're vegan. yeah, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and various even down the years we haven't eaten meat and stuff, and the kids are fussy and everything. We got to a point now where the kids aren't fussy. We've got loads of lovely different things, right? But we have roasts quite often. Two of us at the most eat turkey. Right. So there's this kind of natural control on the thing. It's kind of right. tied down with guy ropes. Right. And we're not having anyone over. Okay. I think if there were other people turning up, I mean, on my birthday when the other family were over, you know, that was uh, that was a lot of food we put right. out there. Right, yes. And yeah. of course, all the food that doesn't get eaten... I eat. Yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, the yeah not even much later, actually. The grazing. Yeah, the, the post-meal grazing. As the plates go over to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. The last of the food goes into me. It's that post-meal window. Yeah. When everyone's clearing up the thing, and I find myself just mopping the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a dangerous thing. One of the things that taught me... Oh, it's, look, Holly. Stand, look, stand in front of that Holly. Look, Christmas. Paul Tonkinson at Christmas time in his Christmas running jacket... Don't know if you face back to me like that. A, it looks coquettish, and B, it looks like the uh, uh, Blair Witch Project again. Mikey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my favourite Christmas movie. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, right, one of the reasons, one of the times I found out that my greed was uh, family taught and vaguely genetic, because it is, it really is a post-war thing, isn't it? You know, I remember the first time I met someone who said leaving a little bit of your food was a polite thing to do. Yeah. I was like, I've never heard what that is before. That? Yeah, and I'm totally 26. Clear your plate. You know, yeah. and, uh, and we, we were taught to eat everything in the house. My mum just... Finish your my plate. My mum's a feeder. And anyone else's plate, yeah. That's right, and my dad was an eater. Yeah. And, uh, and I just got caught up in that. And I remember noticing one Christmas, because my dad had had a drink. And uh, my dad is such a laconic... Easy going, nice guy. Yeah. But you know, he was a bit like Homer Simpson or something. Once he had the drink in him, he just got a little bit, he got fiercer than usual. <laughs> right. And my mum had made it, wasn't Christmas, it was kind of December the 23rd or the day after Boxing there or something. My mum had made this massive, magnificent chili. Yeah. And I just remember going back for more. And I didn't need any more. And my dad, really out of character. You've had enough. <laughs> he stopped me. And he had thirds himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I see. I Great see. dad moment. Yeah. That's something to watch out yeah. for <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Well, we take our Christmas meal to mates. We're having it at mates' house, but we do the turkey, take it over. Yeah. And it's the. And then slaughter it when you get there. Yeah. Walk it around. <laughs> it's the last 20 minutes before. <laughs> It's served up, isn't it? The timing. I think that leads to the speed of the eating, because getting the timing right with all the various elements... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be quite tense, the serving up, can't it? The chop. 
you know, the chopping up and the veg. And that's right. That's the real abyss of any roast dinner. Is it's all ready. It's all ready, everyone. And then suddenly you're saying, I said it's ready. Yes. Can you yes. lay the table? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, serving yeah. up. Yeah. Stop playing Jenga. To get it piping hot is yeah. tricky. Also, cooking leads to eating fast, doesn't it? Cook, 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 serve up, eat, and then yeah. suddenly you've eaten it. Yeah. It's no good. But yeah, look forward to it, look forward to it. Yeah. It is a funny thing. Ah, nearly went. Um, talking about the joy of Christmas, which in turn is funny because we has an advert on the uh, radio at the moment when uh, they've got the tune of Death Holes to Bouts of Holly. Yes. But the uh, people are singing, Joy of Christmas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why this day? Why do they bother with that? Yeah. <laughs> Just sing Death Holes or make right. up your own song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joy of Christmas. <laughs> so I don't understand that. So why? What words aren't they singing? Deck the halls with. But why not? Why aren't they singing? Exactly. Because they want to sing about the joy of Christmas. Right. <laughs> Haven't paid anyone to make it up. All oh, right. Okay. Haven't got the rights to any songs. Right. Okay. So it's a copyright issue. Yeah. Which they fumbled really badly. Yes. Yeah. And me and my daughter <laughs> always <laughs> make faces at the radio when no one comes <laughs> yeah, up. That's fair enough. <laughs> Joy of Christmas. La, 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 la. But one of the things, it is interesting as you get older and talking about that kind of holding up at the winter solstice. It is, there is a sadness to Christmas. There is, of course. You yeah. know, when you're little, you don't necessarily realise that and neither should you. And equally, as you're older, you have to embrace it and still love it, you know. It's all about... Well, it's, well, it's part of the reflection of the year, isn't it? That's right. It's part of that period just before New Year, and it's sort of... And things... Some, always things go wrong. Always famous people die, don't they? That's right. People turn off. People, it's like they've been dying all year. Yeah, people stop... Uh, Stop battling yeah. and just chill out for Christmas. And they let it go. Yeah, yeah. and they just let it go. Yeah. Fa la 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 la. Here you are in Jurassic Park. But, um, yeah, I've got this thing this year. And uh, you know the old songs? There was a kind of phase, wasn't there, from kind of... With stretched out in both directions, but it's very at its high from kind of 75 to 85. Yeah. Wizard, Slade, Queen, yes. Elton John, Paul McCartney. Yeah. All those songs. Kind of high rock kind of thing. That's right. All these songs recorded as a cash in in the middle of summer in a knowing, right. intelligent era where they could sing about how it was a cash in. You know, it's fantastic right. the way uh, Wizards. Uh, Wish it could be Christmas every day starts with the sound of a cash register. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> but um, my dad used to have that tape, you know, and it was Christmas hits. It was the older thing. But equally, it was from that long ago that it kind of focused on ones that are slightly forgotten, like the Queen one. Right. Thank God it's Christmas. No Mariah Carey. Yeah. I think the most recent song of it was Wham. Anyway, so it was nostalgic even then, you know, we're talking 25 years ago. He'd get it out and put it in the car, and then it'd be in there all over Christmas. And it's been a funny uh, couple of years with my dad. And in a way, I mean, he was in a nursing home with dementia this time last year. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going on this year. It's more kind of settled and ongoing. Anyway, long story short, 
I keep hearing crappy Christmas songs on the radio and going. <laughs> it's it's so evocative. It reminds you of your dad. There's yeah. one moment from when I wasn't even that little because, like I said, it's all tied in with the car as well. And there's one Christmas lunchtime, so we did the classic where I was taking quite rightly taking disapprobation from my daughter for leaving my mum to cook. Right. Well, me, my dad, and my brother went to the pub. Right. On Christmas Day, and uh, I can remember Paul McCartney. Mood is up. The time is right. Nice song, yeah. The cold bathrooms at the pub we were in. So the first pint had hit, and I was going for my wee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Taste a strong bow, and uh, it's like a time tunnel. You know, the memory it's is so yeah, vivid. That, that sense memory. Yeah. Propels you. It's got taste. It's got temperature. It's got yes. music. Yeah. And uh, when I hear that, you know, really second-rate song, <laughs> I just fall down this time tunnel and think, oh, it'd be nice to go to the pub with my dad. Of course, yeah. But that's, that's how Christmas works when you're a bit older. But it's good that you went to the pub with your dad in the first place. That's true. That's true. You got that. But that's true. Of course, it brings up loads of sadness, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, completely. It's all about who. It's not just... The David Bowie's who won't be around this Christmas, is it? Of course. Yeah, yeah. And that's sadly not going to end in 2017. No, no. Unfortunately. No, that's right. When it comes down to it, you know, the mood is up. Yeah. <laughs> the time is right. Driving on for Christmas. Uh, I remember actually hearing that. I, I did Christmas gigs on Teesside. Uh, Christmas gigs on Teesside. Because <laughs> uh, I want the money. Because we want the money. I'd actually put the turkey crown. I, d- I did the shopping. Yeah. In Teesside, in between, the, you know, the weekend gigs. Oh, right. Put all the stuff in the hotel freezer. Yeah. Finished the show. Oh, mate. Got it in the car and headed home. What a lovely little vignette. Yeah, so it's coming through Muswell Hill. Come through coming Muswell through here, Hill. virtually. Yeah. Uh, kind of... You know, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, well, and on Christmas Eve. I'm got well, Christmas Eve or the day before. Right. And uh, I think it might have actually been Christmas Eve. And uh, yeah, Chris Rea comes on. And I listen to, I was listening to Magic One or Five Point Four, which you always end up. I don't know about you, but I always end up listening to that. That is the after, after all the chat, after Radio Four, Five Live. Women of Radio 3, bit of classic. In the end, it's Looking always... Looking through the CDs, you always... To keep you awake and keep you right from your mind, you always you end up imagining... You can reach it by caravan Across the desert like an air... Anyways, so Chris Rea is on. And I totally went down that road. I thought, oh, not this one. This is rubbish. And then he said, I can't wait to see their faces. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're so right. You're talking about faces. I never realised... <laughs> Makes me think about faces. I went from feces to faces in 30 (laughs) seconds. Talking of feces, do you need to go in there? I'm alright, mate. I I feel okay. We're on high. Proper um, Highgate Woods now. I mean, that's, it's lovely, isn't it? I mean, that's it's proper winter now. Yeah, the leaves look great, but they're all on the ground. They've all come down. Keep running down there. Look, I'll frame you up. Look at that. Gorgeousness. I have to catch him up now. <laughs> ah, he's getting away. <laughs> Let's not do any barefoot sprints. No, not today. Good, good. So what of what kind of running have you been doing in this lazy, well, slightly lazy phase of the yeah, year? Yeah, yesterday was good. It was very... It was that combination of doesn't matter how far it is and I don't know where I'm going. 
and, and I'd know it would be slow. Yeah. And actually, it wasn't that slow. I think it would have been faster if I hadn't been kind of finding my way across North London. So I ran to Euston. Okay. And then back up to Islington. Okay. So it's just a proper city run. And yeah, it, was just, it, was a, it was a jobs run. You it know? was an admin run. Yeah, and equally, I come back and do all my exercises, but I'm busy, so... So I, I, it's, I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's um, I'm kind of doing loads of exercises, but taking ages, and then Have often you seen kind of flower there. What do you think that's leaving about? the last? Oh, that's sad. I think it's a memory of the person who the bench is for, probably. It's a funny Cassie's one. bench. Yeah, she's only oh. from a couple of years ago. Read that out for us. Cassie's bench, 20th of May to 9th of November. 20th of May, 1982 to 9th of November, 2014. Oh, so she wasn't oh, old. So. So that's why that's that's been there since oh, you'd November. Imagine, yeah. Well, thinking of you, Cassie, just like we say, it's that time of year for thinking about the people who won't be around for Christmas. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss you're, you're doing your exercises yeah I, 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 it's a good I, do, or a bad thing. I do loads I suspect it's a good thing over a long time right but then I get right near the end and think oh I can't be asked for this <laughs> so I don't finish them you know right. basically it's, it's, it is a good thing it's like you were saying about being off watch the, the finish line the, how far am I going how fast am I going how many press ups have I done how long is my plank yeah, yeah the yeah. answer to that question at the moment is a dot 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 yeah but still doing all the exercise you know, so. and also, and also you've got uh, you've got to ration out your psychology your, your, your determination yeah we're going to need that in February exactly let's leave it till mid-February to mid-March that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. key it's interesting you know what I mean? running with Tom Price the other day despite the fact that I think he 
often lets drops the running ball and it makes it hard for him when he goes out again because he's unfit. I still think also there is a relaxation there. I think he's got the trust that he will eventually be out there again. Yeah. And I think that's good, isn't it? I think we've got that now. Yes. A bit of yeah. faith in ourselves, you know. How am I going to fit my running? Don't go today. Yeah. You go on Monday. It's going to be have okay. a short one. But, all, but also, when you're training for marathon... You, t- you do take the long way around, don't you? Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of months where everything that's tough, you do. Yeah, yeah. To train for that mental thing. You just say yes, thing. that's right. But we're not there yet. No, absolutely. <laughs> so, so we get to enjoy ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> totally enjoy ourselves. <laughs> and also, on our ridiculous schedule, you know, the memory of that training, particularly psychologically, is vivid. You yeah. know, I'm still in the afterglow. Never mind the two marathons, I can still very much remember where my long run before Yorkshire took me. Yeah. Psychologically. Yeah. Not in a bad way, you know, it's ow. It's still of use. We've got uh, tree roots under a bed of oak leaves. It's kind of gorgeous and it could be funny if we instantaneously now can't do the marathon because of a broken ankle here. It's also that. uh, we're at that phase of like loads of driving, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I drove for six hours yesterday. Be another five today. Yeah. Only two on Friday, but then another five, six on Saturday. Yeah. Three on Sunday. You got. To... If I was a stretching kind of person, I would stretch. You should stretch, <laughs> shouldn't you? For that. Oh yeah, I always do. I have because to. It's, uh, just in a car, just getting jumbled. I get so sick of it. So, I mean, I think I'd focus on the negative and I'm not doing it. You'll find a way. Like you say, there's the radio, there's music to listen to. You get to stop and buy hummus from M&S. Yeah. But I do, this week, I'm taking a train to Manchester. Right. But I'm driving up to Oxfordshire today. Yeah. And when I, I just really noticed that when... I, I remember that I'm going by train to Manchester. I think, oh, it's like an early Christmas present. He's and then when nice. I remember that I'm not taking the Oxitude to Oxitude, I think, oh. Yeah. So I I'd love nicer. to phase the, uh, the car. There's lots of people, lots of women running the other way here. I hope you don't get in the way. It'd be nice to phase the car up, but it's just getting back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the trick. That's right. And sometimes it's not a pain. But, yeah. I would but do it if we lived in a different era or a different country and trains were more, was cheaper and more reliable and ran later. It'd be which great. They, which be sounds ridiculous, but they are. They have that in other places. And uh, they. Uh, I got distracted. I'm sure someone going the other way was someone I went to school with. Really? Yeah. Mind you, I gave a smiling look of, hey, isn't that you? And she gave me a blank look of, no, stop <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> Look like her Anyway, you know, I would, yeah, I'd face the car out completely. That driving up to, I mean, I'm driving to Liverpool later today. Yeah, and that driving up for Christmas. Yeah. I can't wait to see the face. On a Thursday, driving up. I, I mean, I'll be setting off about half twelve. Yeah. About half twelve, mate? Yeah. Because when you let to Liverpool, you set off at half twelve. Do you know the Beatles are from Liverpool? Are they? Yeah. They ought to talk about that a bit. <laughs> they should at least mention it. The gigs are great, actually. It's Laughter House in Liverpool. Yeah. One of the best clubs. But uh, It's not in the Slaughterhouse pub anymore, is it? But that's a great bit of wordplay. Yeah. You see, you just drop the S. Yeah. You've got yourself a Laughter House. Yeah. <laughs> they should do that at more Slaughterhouses. I think. So you're in... You're in... You're on the radio tonight? Yeah, I'm doing a... 
uh, Steve Lamech's round table where we review the records, but we'll be reviewing the year's records. Like it. Year in review. First half of the year. Yeah. Got a feeling David Bowie's Black Star will come up. I can imagine. And yeah. then, uh, and then uh, I'm off to Manchester for the weekend and uh, Birmingham next weekend. That'll be nice. Yeah. But my gig in Bath on Friday was cancelled, so I wasn't in Bath for that park run. So my three-park run December has, has already gone off. Yeah. It fell at the first hurdle. I might do Manchester park run this week, actually. On, uh, on Saturday. Me, me, we're good. Oh, well. Why don't uh, we do it? We just, uh, we just okay. had a thought. Uh, this is a moment where oh, we Oh, yeah, realize. we've got to, we've got to get a record. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely doing it. We can do South it. South Manchester so, park run. So I'm gigging in Liverpool, but I'm staying in Manchester. Oh, beautiful. Oh, there you go. Oh, where are you staying? You're staying at Joe's Inn. No, I'm staying, staying at a mate's house in Stratford. So am I. Go no, on. <laughs> Steve Rawlings from North Alton. What? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know yet. I'm no, sure it'll be fine. That'll be great. Great. So which one should we do? South Manchester. I know the other one's good, but don't get to the other one often enough. I really like it. Yeah, okay. Well, Plus, it's a good winter one because you've got to go through those. It's, it's a, a little muddy. bit tough mudder. It'll be a bit, little bit muddy in puddles. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. We've got a running... Co- Mate. That's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's a running commentary, part run Manchester... So we're going to take the recorders round, or are we going to do it before and after and get times? Isn't it great when you when a plan comes together? Wasn't yeah. A plan? It's beautiful, isn't it? How long did it take... How long would it have taken us to, re- to realise it? We both yeah, we would have realised it on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we could have done? Yeah. yeah. This way our listeners get to listen to us not only recording our podcast, but working out how and when to record our podcast. And it is a really nice part run in South Manchester. Yeah, yeah. It's swift but messy. Yeah, we would invite you down, but unfortunately you're probably not hearing this amazing epiphany until next week. Yeah. So, uh, bad luck. But uh, that was quite good. Quite a nice moment in the podcast. <laughs> them actually hearing us think. Yeah, yeah. Sort of the moment <laughs> of realisation. Hearing us think is nice. It's <laughs> shame it doesn't happen more often. <laughs> yeah, totally. They've been waiting for that for a while. I can wait to hear thinking. <laughs> oh, I just burped then. Was that another nice moment? Pardon me. So yeah, the part run should be good fun. Shaking it up instead of shaking it down. It's probably for the best. Yeah, um, and then uh, the week after... You're not in Birmingham the week after, are you? Birmingham the week after... No. Harrogate, actually. Yeah. I'd do the Cannon Hill one the week after. Oh, that'd be good. I thought that's a swift one. Yeah. Although the notion of a swift one is like... It's yeah. similar to when people say it's a good room for comedy. It's all about you, isn't it? Absolutely. The course can be as fast as it wants. Yeah, if yeah. You're, if you're not, I'm not looking if at you're any... not in the mood and I've got the legs for it... <laughs> That's not a fast course. I won't complain if I get yeah. PB this December, but yeah. I won't hold my breath. Yeah. Same here, I'm not, I don't think I'll be... We just went past a lovely little vignette. There was two people, I think they were just friends who know each other from walking the dogs. But they were talking uh, and looking at something on the phone. And they just realised... One of the dogs was just waiting. Yeah. And, uh, but the other dog was standing, looking at them, with the tennis ball on the ground between them. Hello. As if to say, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, pick, pick it. Let's pick go. Throw. Yeah, pick, throw. Yeah. Pick, pick and Come throw. On. Come on. Pick, I'm with a tennis pick ball. Pick and throw. And go. And the humans had no idea that they were under this kind of pressure. Pick, pick and throw. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just ready, ready. run. Ready. Three, yeah. two, yeah. one. Three, two. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> That's a great thing. We've been watching the uh, 
Christmas films with the kids. Yeah. Let's go down this one. Just did uh, Scrooge. Yeah. With Bill Murray. All right. I'm yeah. trying to think dates well. I was thinking of a bit of when, it, when I was younger, I thought it was a bit of a mi- an odd fish, a bit yeah. of a mixed bag. But it's pretty smart. And it does a great bit of balancing between traditional Scrooge and he's quite a satire uh, on TV and all this stuff. He's quite a sort of ageless star, isn't he, Murray? Because he's yes. so kind of distant and ironic. It's quite a modern style, actually. Isn't That's it? right. He's, he's got that. Retains it. And he, and he gets to play. He has his cake and eats it yeah. because he's got that kind of knowingness, but he does deep. He can play really misanthropic and then really kind of joyful and yes. tears yeah. in the eyes. He's very good. He's a star for our times. People love him. He doesn't have an agent. You can't get him on the phone. But the thing they've got in there is the the top executive in the TV, who's Robert Mitchum, in a brilliant role as he gets older, um, telling telling them to do more stuff in the Christmas special that will appeal to cats and dogs. Right. (laughs) Perhaps, you know how Kojak had a lollipop? Maybe you could have a cop who kind of dangles a piece of string. (laughs) 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 And he's like, yeah, fast movements. Jerky movements. Look at these guys, tiny tots in the woods. That is fantastic. That's a nice picture. Hey, guys. That was lovely. (laughs) Strangers. You love it when you take pictures of the kids. There's the rope saying, go on then, here I go. You're going to do it. This is your test of you taking a picture. And my test of uh, going on a rope swing. See what happens here. The moment where it went wrong for Rob in the marathon. (laughs) Capture. Live. Rob's injury. <laughs> I'm supposed to jump onto it, aren't I? Okay, how we can? Oh, put your legs on it. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. It's one. quite a long stick. That's the trouble. It's going to have to be both legs at once. <laughs> okay. Three, two, go on then. Three, two, come on. Three, two, one. Hey. Hey, That's it's nice, really You've done it. Close tight on my fingers. Hey. <laughs> It's working! Okay, now you've reached the same view. You can't get off! Hey! <laughs> Happy Christmas! Uh, yeah, great. yeah, this is the challenge, isn't it? Swinging home Easy, easy. Easy, easy. Oh, success! Yes. <laughs> 44, schmorty four. Yeah. The action man returns. Yeah. Can't believe I did that without doing myself a mischief. It really, well. really came off, didn't it? Champion. I had a great moment in Glen Nevis when I was the appropriate age for those. Yeah. I was about 12. And, uh, you know, my dad laconically stood by. My mum said, yeah, go on. And I got on this rope swing and swung out and, and over this kind of gorge. Yeah. Swung back, tried to hop off. Didn't quite get off. <laughs> swung back right out to the absolute apex. And then just fell off like go. <laughs> and my mum was standing back, so she just saw me disappear out of sight. It was fantastic. The great thing was, <laughs> exactly, I was totally unhurt. I mean, I felt stupid. I fell down this bank and rolled down to the bottom, which somehow managed not to be a stream. But yes, my mum at the top going, Aah! assuming that my, it, all my bones were broken. Remind of that stage of life where I was just a complete idiot. <laughs> Even more than stage that. of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Living with... It's got a long face. <laughs> it's got, it's got life. <laughs> Living with uh, mates in King's Cross. Just having a right laugh. Was that, well, there was the old piano and the playing was hot behind the green door. It was. There was a various, various green door. Shaking Stephen's liver for a while. Excellent. And, well, yeah, he, 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 you wanted to sort the house out, but he didn't have time <laughs> to fix the shingles. 
One of my mates was, for some reason, locked out of the flat below. And, and we had the flat above. It was all, we all had interconnected flats. So we had the idea of shimmying over the balcony. The neighbours who didn't know you guys must have loved it. Oh, they loved that. All the antics. All the noise. And, um, and he shimmied down over the balcony with a washing line, created some kind of makeshiftless suit. Quite overweight character. Yeah, this is this is not this doesn't bode well. Well, it, 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 once he shimmied over the balcony, it immediately tightened <laughs> massively around his wrist, <laughs> and I can still remember the <laughs> the, sort of, the yelp as it as he as entire weight his own hand. <laughs> yeah. Great stage of life. Yeah, that was when we lived near a pub called the Carpenters. Yeah, and uh, so you'd only just begun. We'd only just begun. Just begun. So one of my mates was having a relationship with the landlord at the time. Yeah. Who'd done, Again. <laughs> who'd done six years inside and actually seen himself on Crime Watch just before he got arrested. <laughs> so, a a, a I've never thought of Crime Watch <laughs> from that point of view. Yeah. You're sitting watching Crime Watch and you think, ooh, oh, hey up. <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's not good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't realise they knew that. At least that guy that looks nothing like me. <laughs> what a vignette. You told us so much. So how long did you live in King's Cross for? I lived there for a few years. Are oh, that couple still together? Uh, no, they're not, no. That was, Ju- that was Julie. Oh, Julie. So, uh, so that was... Me, Julie. Yeah. So that was quite a... Uh, it was just a tempestuous period. Brilliant. Good fun. Do you think all kids have that? Well, it is funny because you dismiss having, having a sort of a sort of wild phase lasting a few years. Yeah. Things that you well, I think when we look back, you regret. kind of diss yourself, and when you look at your own kids, you think, "Oh, thank goodness." But when you look at kind of people in their late teens and early twenties in this day and age, you think, "I hope there's space for some stupid in a societal story for them to just go a little bit, just a little bit." Because university doesn't. Seem to be the same. There's obviously a bit of that, but it doesn't seem to be the same space now because of course no. you pay for it. No, that's right. It's not a safe space to go and do what you like. It's uh, training for work. Yeah. That's the ideology of a generation's worth of governments. Well, I think they're all missing the point. Yeah. Back to my. It's nice that my dad's featured so much today, and one of the things that he said was, he went to university in London, yeah, and he stayed at home with his mum and dad. Right. And you know, this is not just any old mum and dad. His mum and dad were old and pious and, you know, Lutheran. They saw a program, they're watching a program they were enjoying once, and so a woman in it was pregnant. Right. And Turned it off. Afterwards, they were telling my mum about it, and they said it was sorted. Right. Yeah, it's sorted. Burn the television. <laughs> so, anyway. So, he didn't have the classic university experience. Exactly, and yeah. he really regretted that. And he said to me, when he goes to university, Go somewhere good, you know, go and, yeah. go and enjoy it. Go, go away somewhere, for goodness sake. Go away. And uh, that's that what it's for. Chilly. Go away. So when I went off to Birmingham University and came back four months later, he, he was surprised and a little bit disappointed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, little did he know that he's really primed me for, <laughs> yeah. for a very good experience yeah. for those first few weeks. It's that first time when... Because my mates are going through it with their kid who's gone to Manchester. When your kid comes back for the first time, and you realise what's how much has gone on. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back to his 
to his room and realised it's changed a little bit. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still his, but it's not his. <laughs> yep. You know, it's growing up. They're the doors you go through, you don't go back through. Growing up. Um, I remember being in the Lampeter University with uh, Jared Christmas, which is brilliantly in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's an amazingly sort of isolated uni, isn't it? And in many ways, fun, though, because of that, that's the kind of place to go, isn't it? It's yeah. almost like going to another planet for three yeah. years. Unless you live right near Lampeter. Safe, yeah. But it's a safe environment, exactly. And, yeah. uh, but the funny thing about it was, we were doing a gig for Freshers, but it wasn't the first week of term. It was like maybe two months in. It was October, right, November. Yeah. And I think the one thing they hadn't remembered to do was eat any healthy food. Of course. They're like 250, 19, 18, 19 years. And every now and again, a cough. We're going to go through the room like a Mexican wave. They've all taken up smoking with a vengeance. They've all given up green vegetables. They've all been snogging each other. Yeah. You just get this kind of... This kind of Dickensian... This petri dish of disease. Yeah, absolutely. Me and Jared stepping further and further back towards the backdrop. Don't touch any of them. I remember in terms of eating when I was a student, I used to... Obviously, I perfected the art of turning up at tea time around other people's... Halls, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. It became a bit of a joke. Tomkinson turns up, you know. Yeah. And, uh, oh, have you got any toast? <laughs> and uh, I'd, I'd eat like toast and alpen. Yeah. To my shop. And when on I, top, did you spoon it on top like yeah. And when I did cook a meal, on the odd occasions I did, it was pasta and sardines. And that was it. Pasta with the, with the can of sardines emptied over them. That was, to me, that was the height of luxury. Me and my mate Ferg, who. Uh, it's good because we were, mate, we were good mates to this day, but I think we consolidated our friendship then because we knew each other from, uh, from home. Right. He was a year below me at school. We'd done... Oh, we were mates already. But anyway, I went off to university after my year off. He got a place in clearing. So I'd been kind of looking forward to this day from, for a year and a half. Yeah. And then on the, the three days before we went up there, he said, oh, I'm coming oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when we got there... Um, we both had trouble. My, my bank had set my bank account up at five ways, which is just in the middle of nowhere, right. because it, their little system didn't tell them that there was a bank on campus, which is a boring story, but it did result in the fact that I didn't have any money at all. Yeah. So this is not a good start. No, You're supposed not- to have some, then spend it, then not have any. You know, This is the week one. And he didn't have anywhere to live. He was moving around. We really... Classic, you know, freshers in and out of the offices saying, any news about the... It's the start of a buddy movie, isn't it? Yeah, and one day we finally got a nice flat and it was just down the hill from my one. We were in his flat and we were feeling impecunious. And uh, he said, oh, let's see what we've got in the cupboard. And we found some tin of tomatoes, yeah. tin of salmon, like it, and some rice. Oh, what? So we... Uh, That's a feast. Yeah, so we uh, improvised this kind of tomato and salmon risotto. So excited about it, so pleased with us, for getting yeah. it together. But um, there was like a, a line of s- salmon spine in the tin salmon, right. and we'd somehow kind of mashed it up, right, oh. and got fish back, like right through right. the whole dinner. Right, oh. we, we 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 persevered for a few mouthfuls, <laughs> and we went through it. Eventually, these two hairy, hungry. Uh, biologically questionable boys <laughs> had to push these full plates of food away. <laughs> yeah. It's no good. No more. <laughs> I was immediately 
in South Manchester in halls of residence with six scousers yeah. and one Indian PhD student who's 28 years old called Raza. <laughs> they just used to eat heavy curries all day. Well, be preparing them so the yeah. halls smelt of curry. It was hilarious. And then the scouts were just getting drunk and eating kebabs <laughs> and urinating in the cupboards oh. in, in the front room, you know, just coming in oh, drunk and God. just like... It was classy, you know, it was classy. It, was, it sounds classy. It yeah. was student life. They've cut away all the trees here. You can see all the hills. They have, they've cut away. So we're back on the park and walk. We're nearly back. We've nostalged. I've really enjoyed this run, actually. The older guys on really it are... Um, uh, Flight of stairs at my university were um, Greek. Right. There's two guys, Cosma and Pedro. Uh, I lived with Cosma. Right. He was funny, but he didn't speak much English. And uh, he kept himself to himself. And talking this biology, he, at a point when, you know, friendships were really uh, developing, he instead developed a spot on his nose. Right. That was right. the size of a golf ball. Right. And you just couldn't, you know, you'd be talking to him thinking, oh my God, does he know? That's but um, we were hanging around in there. You know, in the girls down the stairs flat. Yeah, of course. And he yeah. wrote in the magazine, what is this word? He said, what is this word? And he pushed it over. And it said, uh, Bristol's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it took me ages to work out that he was trying to tell me something about one of the girls. <laughs> and uh, his other mate, the other guy downstairs, Pedro, he was such a laugher. It was just fantastic. He would just scream. I mean, he's kind of scream with laughter and throw himself across the room. Right. He'd knock over furniture. I love guys. We used to put Mr. Bean on just to see it happen. <laughs> it was absolutely fantastic. Me and him, you know, in yet another shenanigans-based adventure, we threw, were trying to throw some keys up to someone on the third floor. Yeah. And I threw them up, and they just neatly landed like as if I'd done it deliberately like they'd been pulled up on a string on the windowsill like it just went, <laughs> and he oh he I thought he'd have to I thought he was going to have some kind of aneurysm <laughs> he's just ah, ah, so rolling around in the flower bed Mr Bean yeah. <sighs> it is great that though in the first few weeks of university just going away yeah. just the mayhem of it yeah that's right and he, you notice that you know, I did some quite good stuff academically at university, but none of it springs to mind. Yeah. <laughs> those aren't the adventures, are they? So, yeah, yeah, I hope the kids do get those adventures. I'm sure they will. And then go home and do things sure like they will. drink with their parents and yeah. be the one that drives to the pub and stuff like that. George had his first state work yesterday. <laughs> he's actually got a job. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, he got, he's got a job in a gym, <sighs> which he says is really boring, quite well paid, and it means he'll be able to revise while he's at work. Yeah. So it kind of ticks a lot of boxes. No really. mention of exercise. No. no. Well, no, I mean, he's just got to oversee the gym stuff, so right. he's fine. Yeah. It's eight quid an hour, so at his age, that's quite good money. Yeah, not bad at all. And, uh, he's done well. Oh, that's great news for all of us. Yeah. Run. Oh, oh. For this running commentary types. Employment search is over. What is a Christmas present for us all? <laughs> oh, those jobs as well. Have you ever seen the Doug Lyman film, Go? Film, I think I've seen it. Katie Holmes. Trouble with some people who work in a supermarket at Christmas time. Right, I don't think I've actually... I only watched the beginning of it yesterday. It's so yeah. 90s. Right. I found it quite evocative. I thought, oh, this would be good. And then I thought, it's too much. It's too much. I can't watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it another day. 
I watched a great thing on Netflix called Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, I've heard that's big. It was really good, actually. See what I did? Yeah, it was good. It was, it was great. A lot of good stuff getting made on Netflix. Yeah, it's the way forward, isn't it? It's a way, isn't it? I'll get into it when I've finished watching old films I've seen loads and loads of times before. So it's a pleasure <laughs> watching old films you've seen before, though. Oh, yeah. And Christmas is a great, great period for that, isn't it? Yeah, I was out for a Muppet Christmas Carol, but yeah. we've done Home Alone and Scrooged. Still got that. They done It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, we did it last year, but we'll be watching it again. Yeah. Then there's that brilliant one. I don't know if you know it. Christmas Story about the little boy growing up in the 50s in Canada. I've heard it's, it's a slightly like the best one. one but Some people don't know it because it's, you know, Canadian. Right. It's really good. I used to joke with Julia that it didn't exist because I hadn't seen it. So. After, uh, two paths in the forest diverged and I took the wrong uh, left to, to the, Took the one that goes up to your house. That's made all the difference. Yeah, it didn't make that much difference. We can get home. Yeah, just either way, you know, yeah. get, get, I'm going to be going we'll through Finsbury Park way. in the end. And thus, Paul is out of the marathon. (sighs) So that was nice. See you Saturday morning. Yes, of course. Yay! We won't be running together. You'll be in front of me. You know that. No, but we'll be warming up to have a. What are you on now? Maybe a little warm down. Fifteen thirty-six. I did 18, 30, 38, but I'm not in that shape. Yeah, and you're not cheating at it like Tom Price. No. You, you go far enough. We've all thought, especially in that ivory course, that maybe we have reached the finish and we haven't. Look at that. Sorry, look at that skyline. That's fantastic. It's like a golden sky on the other side of London, I'm on the other side of all the... Uh, crossing the road. The other side of the Emirates. Some pretty depressing stuff in the foreground. I'll wait till that rubbish truck's gone. There we go. Good that though, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> no, that temptation to sneak in a lap early on the Highbury Park run. Yeah. After four laps. Yeah. We've all done it. It's almost inspiring that Tom actually has done that, isn't it? Someone has, yeah. Just thought, I'm just going to do it. it. Honestly, has never crossed my mind. <laughs> I'm so just haven't got cheating in my nature. I'm too. I'm too. I'm not too good. I'm too fussy. So, well, if you bend the rules, then the, there's no the rules, and yeah. then it doesn't make any sense. No, you're right. That's my, that's my nature. You're right. No, you're right. I've never been tempted, but I've seen people coming after four, and I'm just convinced they haven't run the five. Yeah, yeah. Because I haven't been lapped, and yeah. this kid's going, <laughs> it's like, something's happened. And there's a big difference, you know, <laughs> if you make a mistake or a bit, but the only thing you could, you'd really disprove of is somebody who really thinks... They've done great. Yeah, yeah. And fooled everyone. <laughs> and got a good time. But hopefully those people just don't exist. That's the hope. So we have... Well, first of all, there's us. Great run. T- great run. It was really nice. Well, December. Yeah, and they're going to enjoy that drive to Liverpool. Do some yeah. stretching. Yeah, I will, yeah. Um, let me tell you how far and how fast you went. And... Uh, we're still after esoteric marathon tips. We got a big bunch of tips There's the other day, but they, the some of them. Oh, do you want me to take a picture of that? Yeah, well, just because we've got this white wall thing. Five and a quarter miles, ten minute miles. 
Okay, and now you want me to take a picture of these fox footprints. Explain to our listeners what's going on here. Well, we've been, we've had, we've had the front of the house redone. Yeah, which is really nice, by and the way. Which is, which is nice. It's taken years to, for us to get the money together to do it. Look at that uh, tiling. I mean, that's yeah, the good stuff. Incredible grouting. Really incredible stuff. And then we had the wall painted white. And, and the, the foxes. The foxes just having a laugh on it. Yeah, just doing right. their own thing. Just doing what foxes do. At least, well, they haven't, at least they haven't actually done no, what foxes do. No, fantastic, yet. Mr. Fox. Yeah, idiot Mr. Fox. Sod off, Mr. Fox. Anyway, Run Compod on Twitter, on Instagram, Running Commentary on Facebook. Um, Merry Christmas, if this is the last one you hear before Christmas. Although we will be doing another one. We will be doing more, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.